What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God-led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig in to today's show. This episode is brought to you by Thrivecart. This is my one and all amazing favorite payment gateway system that I use to create high converting carts and upsells to boost my sales. I set up my checkout pages here. I have one click upsells and downsells where I can easily add bump offers, recurring payments, and affiliate programs. This reduces my cart abandonment. It's fully mobile responsive, one click upsells and bumps. It even calculates sales tax for me. I literally love this system. I am telling you, it's incredible. And for a crazy limited time, I'm talking very limited time, I have secured you a crazy deal. Instead of paying $100 a month for some of those other payment gateway systems, all you have to do is invest a one-time fee and you will get lifetime access as a special VIP customer through my link. Head over to bit.ly.com slash get Thrive Cart Now, T H R I V E, bit.ly.com slash get Thrive Cart Now. You will not be disappointed. My conversions have increased by over 50%. Hi, ladies. I am super excited about today's guest. We have Lauren Walsh from LW Branding. Lauren has nearly 10 years of experience in the world of sports. She has worked with a wide array of NFL and NBA clients, ranging from first-round draft picks to Hall of Famers, Super Bowl champs. She has negotiated deals with some of the top brands and handled intense crisis management for high-profile NFL players. So exciting. She's been called the Olivia Pope for athletes for her insane ability to find solutions, not problems, which is also her motto. I love that. Lauren built her company on a strong foundation, placing a large focus on values, faith, and positivity. She also has a passion for giving back, sharing an interest in each of her clients' endeavors while volunteering to mentor student athletes. I love that. So most of all, she's balancing what we all are balancing, motherhood and being a boss. So ladies, really excited. We're going to learn so much in today's show. And Lauren, hey, welcome to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Well, thank you. And I'm super excited. And I think let's start off. Let's kick off our show, first of all, by me telling you that I just got back from the Vikings Dolphins game. What a game. And I have to tell you, I don't know if you know, but Kirk Cousins is actually one of my clients. No way. Yes. Yeah. Kirk is amazing. Yeah. We handle his brand and help him out with all the social media. Oh my goodness. My husband might actually faint on the floor when I tell him that. (laughs) That's so funny. I love it. I love when that comes up, but also you picked a good game to go to. We did. It was such a fun game. Every game is fun, but when you actually win. (laughs) Yeah. Trust me, being on my side, it's way better when we win too. It makes Monday a lot better. No kidding. Well, that's awesome. So 
First thing I think I would love for my girls to hear from you is if you could share your story with us. Tell us about how you became so passionate about your branding endeavor and what you do. Yeah, of course. So my story goes back to college. So I was actually a cheerleader at Purdue University. And so I was always behind the scenes as it relates to sports. Always on the other side of things, the athletic department was very close at Purdue and my friends were always athletes. And then after I graduated, I actually started working for the football team. So I was a mentor for a few of their higher profile athletes. And what that really meant was that my job was just to make sure that everything was in check. And honestly, it was one day we were in a mentoring session. I asked one of the guys I was working with a general question and he kind of looked at me like he had no idea what I was talking about. And honestly, the light bulb went off at that point. I realized that there was a huge gap that needed to be filled, that a lot of athletes are brought up and focused specifically on their sport and don't focus on a lot of the other things. So honestly, Mm -hmm. at that point in time, I decided, you know, I want to make this my passion. I want to bridge this gap and I want to help athletes become the best versions of themselves, not just become star football or basketball players. Right. So that's where it started. And then when I eventually decided to make the leap, because after doing all this, I actually worked in corporate America for five years where my background is in finance. And then I was a recruiter at a staffing agency. But when I decided to make the leap, aside from the fact that I was extremely passionate about sports, I had continued to help a few of the guys that I mentored. And then also some of my friends from college, I was just helping them on the side. And I loved it. When they'd call me for just one-off opportunities, I'd get so excited. Um, Loved helping them. Another thing was I worked for a very impressive CEO at the last corporate job I had. It started his company at 26 and built a company where people like me loved going to work every day. Mm -hmm. And that was another thing that I I looked around and said, you know, I want to take this. I want to follow my passion, be an entrepreneur and work in sports and create an environment where other people can pursue their passions and love going to work every day. That is so amazing. And I think it's not just when you look at athletes, but everyone, right? Like when you think about helping people have a brand outside of what they do, that is such a void that needs to be filled because everyone's constantly focused on, well, I am what I do. But in reality, no, you're so much more than that, right, Lauren? It's like your brand is you and what you do is a component of that. Yes, exactly. And that's the big thing is that We live in such a world that, I mean, is consumed by content and brands and people lose sight of that. You are your own personal brand, but you have to be able to figure out what that means, dig deep into who you are, and then figure out the best way to put that out there. But it's exciting because it lends huge opportunities to people who maybe didn't know that they had access to something like this. You know, we see people making a living off of blogging. Obviously, we're on a podcast now, social media. So it makes me excited because there's so many different ways for people to make a living outside of what they have going on with their day-to-day role. Exactly. And that's a big thing of what you're helping your athletes with is, hey, we can come up with this brand and there's more than one way to monetize who you are and have people like relate with you on this whole nother level. So for your athletes, I think having them become this relatable face and talking about who they are really helps their fans to resonate more with them. Yeah. And that's the biggest piece. That's what's so exciting is breaking down those barriers. I love the word humanization because that's what we focus on with our clients. But whether you are a professional athlete or standard day-to-day individual, something about you is relatable and someone's going to relate to your story. So it's all about breaking down the barriers and being willing to put your story out there and inspire other people. That's awesome. And that's so hard to do sometimes, but I agree with you. It's breaking it down to a level where people see you as, 
hey, that's my neighbor or that's my friend instead of this is this celebrity or this Mm -hmm. untouchable. It's so funny. We'll be out in public and I'll look at them and say, why are people staring at us? And they always just kind of laugh because I honestly, sometimes I forget. We'll go places and I'm like, what is going on? Or people are coming up and I'm like, I can't believe people want your autograph because, you know, I see them as the day to day. You know, I deal with the stuff behind the scenes that people don't see. So it's just always so funny to me because I'm always like, oh, I forgot. People think that you're famous. So it's a fun (laughs) side of the business to be on this part of it. Oh, man. My husband's going to be so jealous of this interview, I got to say. So I love that. And I guess my second question kind of pertains a little bit more to your business. So what do you say, and I'm sure there's a lot, but what have been your biggest challenges in starting your own branding firm? And what did that kind of road to where you are right now? And whether you call it the road to success, if you're like, I'm still there, you know, what does it look like so far? Yeah, I think a big thing to point out is that I'm definitely still on that journey. I think it's never ending. I recently spoke to someone who said it's the journey. So I'm trying to embrace that. But um, for me, early on, it was the business side. I majored in financial planning and retail management in college. I had no idea how to start a business. So just the ins and outs of filing for us to become a corporation, handling annual, annual reports, taxes. I mean, all those things that go into it. That was something that I had to just learn along the way because also I was bootstrapping it. So I couldn't hire people to help with any of this. So it was hard, I will say, but I learned a ton because I had to figure it all out. And then the other thing is that within sports, it's an industry where you have to have clients to get clients, but nobody wants to be first and no one wants to be last. So it's so hard because it's like, oh my gosh, someone give me a break. You know, I just need one client, but it's tough. So getting clients and then gaining just that industry credibility, it took a long time. And there were so many failures. I mean, I've had just projects that either, you know, just totally messed up on or clients that we worked with that I was like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have taken on this client. But early on, it was like, I just need enough money to pay my bills. So, you know, we would take on projects and clients and different things here and there that just didn't align with what we were doing or where we were going. But then what happened was after literally just, I mean, two and a half, almost three years of grinding, you know, finally started to turn a tiny sort of a profit. And then, you know, the eyes kind of started to turn on us like, oh, wow, they're getting bigger name clients. And then once you have those people start to want to work with you, but I love to tell people it's easy to look at where we are now and see, you know, the shiny success or the growth that we've had. But the reality is that it took two and a half, almost three years of trying to figure out how I'm going to pay bills, maxing out credit cards so that I could be at every event, all the drafts, the combines, all that. And another thing is that I lost a lot of friends along the way. Because I had to give things up. I had to decide there were a lot of things, whether it's a birthday party or a dinner or happy hour, I had to choose between those and my business sometimes. And there were people who didn't agree with me choosing my business. So that's a side of it, you know, kind of the lonely side of entrepreneurship that a lot of people don't see. I mean, it was worth it. Now the people I have in my life are people that I know are going to be there and sustain everything with me. But that was stuff that I'll be honest, it was really hard when I was going through it. Yeah, absolutely. And I hear so from almost every entrepreneur that has type of a, like a brick and mortar or an entrepreneurial business like you, hey, it's that two year hump. And I feel like it's almost earning our stripes to having something that is sustainable. It's like, well, how bad do you really want it? Are you willing 
to go through the I don't knows, the I'm not sures, the starting the business, the tax stuff, all the legal that's so overwhelming. And then you're not even to, oh, hey, by the way, I don't even have my first client. (laughs) Right, exactly. It's tough. So I hear that two-year mark very often. And then I think also, Lauren, you hit on something big for, for especially female entrepreneurs. Hey, you can't necessarily have it all, especially when you're trying to go after this massive dream or this call in your heart. And so often you're going to have to prioritize that stuff in your life that what do you really want and what are you going to pour into the most? Because we can't be all things to all people all the time, right? Right. Yep. Not all the time. I think it's an interesting kind of balance, I guess. I do believe that you can have your cake and eat it too, but at times, you know, at seasons in your life and at certain times, and you're going to have to pick and choose. Yes. Wow. Well, I think those tips will really help to hear that everybody goes through this. And so no matter where you ladies are in your journeys right now, you know, keep pushing forward. Eye on the goal. You know, I always say one thing at a time and one solution at a time. So next thing is let's talk about being a mama. I know you're a semi-new mama at this point. And you've got this business. I mean, you're working with these celebrity athletes. How are you balancing being a mama and this business and really pouring into the business at this point? Yeah. I love when people ask me this. I feel like people are like, how do you make it work? And I think, you know, when it comes sometimes to how do you balance everything? Sometimes I'm like, I don't. And it's okay. You know, it's okay to not have it all together. I think it's okay to say, I don't need to have everything. You know, there's weeks where maybe I haven't done laundry in a week, you know? I mean, luckily, you know, my daughter, you know how it goes when you have a new baby, people are bringing clothes all the time. So as long as she has clothes to wear, we're good. But there Uh are weeks where it's like, okay, my business has taken off and I have lots of clients this week. So maybe, you know, laundry is going to have to wait till next week. But I think you figure that out. And then the other thing is you need to make it work for you. So I got this a lot before I had my daughter and everyone would say, well, you know, you're going to have to slow down and you're not going to be able to travel. And there's no way you're going to be able to go to all these games that you go to. And I kind of looked at them and said, okay, just watch because you make it work for you. So, you know, figure out what your support system is going to be. And for me, it's been my family. You know, my, my mom has been a lifesaver. She quit her part-time job right before I gave birth. And, you know, she decided that she was going to be able to watch my daughter so that I can go to the office a few days a week. I just balance it. A few days a week, I go to the office. Usually one to two days a week, I'll work from home so that I can, you know, just check in on my daughter here and there. But the other thing is, you know, I take my daughter to certain things. So, we had a client event recently. She came to it. We've had, there've been games. She'll actually be with me at the Super Bowl coming up in February. Because sometimes I have to go to stuff for more than a day or two. And I don't want to be gone for five to seven days without her. So she's just right. going to come with. And the other thing is you need to set the tone for your life. So yeah. also surround yourself and, and lean into your clients. Make sure that they're the right people. What I've done is that I've just made it known. This is my life. So this is how it goes. And you're either on board or you're not. And so my clients have adapted to it. And you know, you have the right people alongside you because when my clients call me or I call them for something that we're working on, the first question is always, how's the baby? Always before we talk (laughs) about anything business, they always do. And I say that I think a lot of it is just a testament to the fact that I've set the standard that you don't just get me and my company, you also get my daughter to be along with it. And I think that's a big thing. Like, just know that 
you don't have to be like the people on Instagram or on Pinterest. I made this mistake early on. I would look around and I'd like look on Instagram and see these, you know, mompreneurs and all these people. I'm like, oh my gosh, how do they have it all together? And they're wearing matching clothes and they're taking photos for Instagram. And it was like, (laughs) oh my gosh. And then I finally was like, wait a minute, I'm never going to be those people. And that is okay. So you just have to make it work and do what works for you. And then my biggest piece of advice, do not feel guilty because people will try to, I I think a lot of people do like the mom shaming thing, like, oh my gosh, you took your kid here or you were gone for this long or you did this. I, my daughter was three weeks old and I was at the NFL combine last year. And I think I was gone for maybe less than 24 hours, but some of the agents were like, how are you here? I don't understand. You just had my, my wife would never do that. And it was like, yeah, well I am. And this is it. And you're just going to accept it. So, and again, I didn't feel guilty. I didn't feel bad. I just say, this is who I am. This is my life. And then I just stick with it and go a hundred miles an hour forward. Oh my gosh. So first of all, you couldn't see me rolling my eyes over the judgy Judy's because I can't handle that. (laughs) I'm like, ladies, relax. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like bringing our kids on the job, on the trips on like, that's awesome. Like it just creates experiences for our children. And as long as babies are eating and they're sleeping and they're happy and they've got people that love them, you guys like stop the judgment. That's just total sidebar because like (laughs) you said, you have to set the tone of your life and maybe what works for one mama doesn't work for another mama. And guess what? that's all good, right? So I love that so much that it's going to kind of be what it has to be. And you're going to make a plan and make a routine that's going to work for you. And especially love the fact that you said, it's a take it or leave it. Like I come with my daughter and I don't separate business and family. And I think that's the same way that I feel. I'm like, if my kiddo comes in and you know they need something, I'll literally be with the client and say, hey, can you give me just a second? And they don't care. Like nobody ever cares. And so ladies, just chill, relax, know that everybody gets it. And most of us are kids and mamas. And so that's awesome. Thank you. And I think that really helps to hear from someone that's running the successful business and you're not working with other moms per se. No, not. (laughs) It's still awesome that you're owning it. Yeah, it's funny. That's the other part too, is it's a very male dominated industry. So sometimes they're like so confused by how it goes on. But again, I just make it work. Yeah. And so I guess my second question, sticking with the family theme is that you had this business and you're really focused on, you know, LW branding for so long, just as you and able to pour into that and and really just focus so much on your business. How did having your daughter and having this new dynamic to your life, how has that changed your company? Has it impacted it? How do you feel about that? Yeah, it has been a game changer. I've been running the numbers. We grew 150% since I had my daughter. Boom. Yeah, (laughs) there it is. It's crazy to even say that out loud. I mean, it's kind of like a pinch me moment, but in all honesty, and, and let me note, this is coming off of the year before that we barely broke even. Right. So, but I say that because it was a game changer because when you have a child, life is just different. You know, you now are responsible for another human being and you want to be the example. I truly believe that it's my role in society. You know, the fact that, you know, God chose me to be her mom. And the reality is that 
I now have a responsibility, not just to my daughter, but to society, to raise her to be a successful, amazing, you know, inspirational person that she can. And the only way she's going to learn that is through me. So it changed everything from a personal level where I realized that I need to up my game. It led us to actually do a rebrand at our company because I stopped and said, hold on. Now that I have my daughter, my values are different, you know, ethics, faith, all these different things are different about me personally. And I kind of just took things to another level. And I said, if this is going to sustain, if I'm going to be able to have, you know, this life where I focus on gratitude and I focus on faith and I have all these things, the only way I can do it is if I pull it into my company because I don't have a separation between life and work. Right. And so that's what I did. I sat down with my employees and said, look, we're doing a rebrand. We're going to be a faith-based company. We're going to set our values. We're going to set our mission. And we are only going to take on clients that align with all of these things. That's what we did. And it led to an, a huge increase in clients, obviously a huge increase in revenue. And even still to this day, the things that I do and people are like, you know, how are you doing and what's going on? And I'm like, she raised the bar. So <laughs> now it's like, shoot, I got to do even better because it's not just about me. You know, I want that the day that she's old enough to even know what's going on, I want her to look at me and be proud. I've spoken on panels, you know, where people say, who's your biggest inspiration or who's your hero? And people say, my mom, that that's my goal. You know, I want her to do that. And so because of that day in and day out, I bring that to my company so that one day, you know, she can be just as proud as I am of what we've built. Oh my gosh. I'm so obsessed. I'm just so obsessed with that whole thing because I'm also a faith-based business podcast and it's hard to find that. So kudos to you, number one, for standing up for what you want your company to be. And it's scary because when you do that, people think I'm closing the doors on some clients because I'm going to be this small niche of people. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, great, grab that entire small niche of people that are just like you with your morals, your values, your ethics, and watch your quality of life explode. Mm -hmm. It's just so awesome. And also, baby girl raised the bar. Like, did you catch that you said that? (laughs) She did. It's so funny. It's like, if she only knew, like, this little 10-month-old, like, has all this weighing on her shoulders, that one day I'm going to be like, okay, now you got to turn around and realize that, you know, that this all happened. But it's funny. I love that you brought up being scared to go off and say your faith face because my number two girl at my company has been with me for a long time. She was against it. She was like, Lauren, are you sure we should do this? I don't know. We work in sports. Sports and entertainment isn't really known for being faith based and be having, you know, ethics and values. And I said, you know what? I do not care. We are doing it and we're sticking to it. And, you know, of course, then she got on board and we did it. And what's crazy is we have gotten more referrals, more clients, more people who have come to us who've said, holy cow, I saw on your website that you're faith-based and that's what drew me in to want to reach out to you. Oh my gosh. I seriously have chills because I think standing up to your truth is it's so scary, but it's so necessary and it's the long game. Again, ladies that are listening right now, I ask you to ask yourself, like, am I really operating within my truth or is there something I need to shift and change? And that's a big piece of what I coach them on. So I love Lauren that you're just reiterating that for me. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Just again, like so proud of you for doing that in an industry where I think it desperately needs that. Yeah. For our clients too, like they love it. And we've been able to impact more people and we're doing things now and, and doing partnerships with brands and different things that I just could have never even imagined. And it's scary, but 
you have to do again, you have to do what works for you, but you have to commit to it and then just go with it. So I love that you've done it too. Thanks. It's fun. And like you, I was just like, I'm doing it and people can like it or not. Take me or leave me. Have a nice day. Yep. That's (laughs) it. And that's okay. And there's going to be people who don't want to work with you because of it. And that's amazing. I love when that happens because I'm like, look, if they don't want to work with us because of this, I don't want to work with them. So it's actually a blessing that it didn't work out. Exactly. You're attracting the right people and you're repelling the people that don't fit within your ethical and moral standards. So I think that's okay. Exactly. So I love that. Now I'm going to shift gears just a little bit. I know that when you got your boss hat on, positive mindset is just such a huge component for you and a big piece of who you are. So talk to me about what a positive mindset means for you. Oh my gosh, it's everything. Positive mindset is, it's a non-negotiable and making it a priority is something that I have to do every single day. So I apply it to my personal life, my company, every single person involved. What we actually do is on a daily basis, I started implementing our daily devotionals and the daily intentions. So again, because it was something that I knew that I needed in my life in order to operate at my highest level, I brought it to work. So every single morning before we start the day, we read either a Bible verse, a chapter from the Bible, we read something positive, listen to a song, and then we talk about it and we pull out the positives and then we set our positive intention for the day. So that's something that I have to have day in and day out. And then the other thing is because of this, I truly believe that it has led to just me being able to be in a place where like nothing bothers me. And here's the thing, when you work in sports, things change last minute all the time, whether it's practice went late or an athlete just doesn't want to show up to an event, whatever it is, you have to be able to just accept and pivot and keep going. Yeah, You do. And, and a lot of people can't handle that. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, this is ruined. We've recently, we spent three months putting together an event. And then what happened? One of our clients got hurt. He went on injured reserve and the, the brand we were partnering with no longer wanted to do the event because obviously his name wasn't as big because he's not on the roster. Uh-huh. And I just said, and it's funny, when I got the call, one of the girls on my team was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. And I started smiling and she was like, <laughs> and then when I told them later, she's like, I can't, like, why are you smiling? And I said, because here is an opportunity. And so my team will tell you, they think I'm nuts because nothing bothers me. I mean, we'll be yeah. driving downtown and people are honking or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I hope that person has a better rest of the day. And they'll look at me like, oh my gosh. you are crazy. And I'm like, you guys, <laughs> when you have this mindset, I'm telling you, it changes everything. And it has allowed me to just enjoy life more because I don't let the little things bother me. And it's it's a mindset. I love that you brought up like, what does positive mindset mean to you? Because it's not just about being positive or having spurts of gratitude throughout the day. It's literally turning it into a mindset where day in and day out, no matter whether I'm at my highest high or my lowest low, seeing that, whatever it is, finding the positive in it and finding the learns, I promise you it will change your entire life. I mean, pretty much you're my best friend <laughs> right now. I love it. I love this. We have so many yes. things that we love, so it only makes sense. I know, right? So many things in common because I'm exactly the same way. I always say, what's the blessing? You know, they're like, oh, we're running late or this client canceled or this. And I'm just like, it's cool, baby. What's the blessing? There's always a blessing in every situation. And we can get caught up in the, oh, this this didn't go right, or it's not moving fast enough, or it's this or it's that. And and I'm like, 
just just give it to God because the plan is ultimately his plan. And when we try to control every little thing, we just end up with what? Anxiety, depression, frustration, and then nothing's going to go our way. Yep. It's so true. I've seen this before. It's like you make plans and then God laughs. Yes. And it's totally how it goes. He's like, hey, no, no, I've got this, but you better trust me. <laughs> Trust me. That's amazing. And I think that's awesome when you say it's not just about your positive mindset, but you also take it another level by saying, team, let's start our whole day with this devotional or this Bible verse or this whatnot and create as a whole this mindset positive place that we can focus on for the whole day. And that's key because those of you running businesses and those of us that have teams and things like that, one negative person or one weed in your garden can literally ruin your crops. And so what can you do? You might be this positive, amazing mindset person, but how can you, like Lauren is doing, take that and start to shift the mentality of your team or of your organization? I think that's a huge thing that I took from what you just said. Yeah, I love that. And I think the other thing is too, for women who aren't running their own business, but maybe aspire to one day, they may say, well, I don't work for a faith-based company or, you know, I'm surrounded by all these negative people and, you know, my boss is this and that. And the reality is that maybe you can't change the situation, but you can change your attitude. And Mm -hmm. I promise you that it is contagious. And when people start to see you, I've had people ask me like, what is it about you? Like, I just don't, they're like, I'm trying to figure it out. And when people see what you have and they see that you kind of have that light and you have that spark, they'll start to ask questions. They'll want to be around you. They'll want to try to figure it out. So keep that in mind too. Like you can be on a mission to maybe change some other people around you simply by changing your attitude. That is literally so amazing. I love that. And I think also you'll probably agree with me, Lauren, that when you have this positivity about you, you start to attract, you almost, you're radiating this higher vibration and those people start to be attracted to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, you are speaking my language. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We could talk about this all day. I firmly believe it. I totally believe in, you know, the law of attraction and positive energy and everything, but I believe that you get what you put out there. And the minute that you start to put those right things out there, the right people come to you and the things that don't attract or that don't make sense slowly start to fade away. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So when since we're on this positivity trail, and I'm so obsessed with kind of where this has gone, talk to us about what are the things that motivate this mindset for you? There are so many components of that for me. I've done whole podcast episodes on it. So I want to hear from another lady boss that has a similar mindset. What are the things that help you kind of stay in that space? Yeah. So it's, for me, it's a daily thing. Like I said, it's, for me, it's a mindset, which I think is important that people understand. It's not just about habits. It's about mindset. Mm -hmm. And the difference is, you know, habit are the things that you may do intentionally at certain points of your day, but a mindset is where you literally, it's a part of you. It just becomes a part of how you go through your day. So faith is definitely number one. You know, it's gotten me through definitely like some of just the darkest points in my life. It's the one thing that has been the light. And so I pray minimum three times a day. And and always when I wake up, I pray. And then I set an alarm for 3 p.m. every single day. It's the time that they say Jesus died on the cross. So my alarm goes off at three. Literally, sometimes it's a full on prayer. Sometimes it's literally, I see it go off and it's like, thank you God for my breath right now or thank you, right. you know, whatever. And then I always get on my knees and pray before bed. And then also I am very, very cautious with what I fill my mind with. So I learned about this a long time ago, but 
the things that we fill our mind with are the things that are then going to be put out there and how we're going to lead our life. So I typically only listen to Christian or, you know, gospel music on the radio. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, So whenever I'm driving in the car, that's what's always going to be on. Mm-hmm. Also, um, even things that like I watch, obviously I watch a lot of sports, but I avoid, I, I don't really watch a lot of the news. Um, I get my news more so on social media so that I can scroll. But um, especially living in Chicago, it's like you flip on the news and I can't tell you it's it's 99% negative and 1% positive. And right. so <laughs> it just, it, it like brings me down. I mean, if I hear it in like another room or I, you know, somewhere that it's on, I'm like, this is why I don't listen to this. So I'm very, very cautious of what I listen to uh, for podcasts. I love, I'll have to share my favorites. I love Oprah's super soul conversations. Obviously, Oprah is just amazing, but she gets into these deep conversations a lot about spirituality and mindset. So that's been a game changer. And then um, Amy Jo Martin has her podcast, Why Not Now, which is inspirational. And then Secrets of Wealthy Women is another one. And then reading. So I'm always reading typically at least one to two books. They're always either faith-based books or books about being an entrepreneur. So those are huge. And then I also do gratitude lists. So I have a journal and just randomly, I'll say I attempt to do it first thing in the morning, but sometimes it doesn't happen. So I always set aside a minimum of five minutes. Sometimes it's literally when I'm at my desk having lunch, I close my computer, grab my journal, and then I'll just jot down like I'm grateful for this and this. And I always make sure it's not even just the big things. It's literally like, I'm grateful for my breath and for my lungs and for my sight and the things that sometimes we take for granted. But that always puts things in perspective and just doing those things throughout the day allows me to turn it into a mindset. Those things are so amazing. And I think you would die laughing because I have an entire podcast episode on not filling your mind with the news. Yes all of those things. And I think so many of those things that you do, I also do and I preach on and to make them a priority, it's so easy to say, I'm too busy and I could be finding my next best client right now. And I can't take 15 minutes to say a prayer and journal gratitude, but yes, you freaking can, right? Yes, You can. It's prioritizing what is most important to you and being well-rounded and having this positive mindset and faith and keeping yourself in a healthy space allows you to operate at a higher frequency, which I think you've proven with this much higher revenue in a year of a new daughter and all of these other things happening. It's keeping priorities, priorities. Yes, it is. And you have to remember too, um, you know, we do get to control our emotions. I think a lot of times, you know, we live in a world where people get sucked up in social media and what, and whether it's anxiety or depression or all these things, if you can start to do this, I mean, there are even, aside from the fact that I can just sit here and preach about it, you know, there's proven studies about how this stuff can literally change the brain and change your mind and change all these things because of positive energy. But you can kind of take back the reins on all this stuff. I know a lot of people I talk to, you know, have been coming out about talking about how they have anxiety. It's something that I used to really struggle with. And I just realized now that I said this, I couldn't tell you the last time that I had an anxious moment. And I had really, really bad postpartum anxiety as well. Right. And as I started to go through these things and take on this mindset and just these daily habits that I've implemented, it has literally done away with it to the point that I feel, I almost feel like I've been like unleashed from all these things as if like the chains have been like broken from all these different things, just because this is just how I view life 
and how I go about it. And one thing I didn't mention too is you mentioned not getting caught up in the news. Also, don't get caught up in the wrong people. So I'm very, very cautious of my energy. So I only spend time with people that I think are going to add some sort of positive effect to my life. I've had to cut certain people out or stay away from certain things. But that's another thing too, is just being very cautious of that. Amen, sister. And it's hard sometimes to get rid of the friendships, quote unquote, or the relationships that have been there for a really long time when you realize, oh, this isn't serving me where I am now. Maybe it was serving me back then. But And huge one on the anxiety. I also have gone through that, struggled with that. And sometimes I still do, but I think letting go and realizing that you can trust that God has your greatest intention covered. And so when we let go of trying to control everything and we just have faith and relax and then get our mindset in the right space, so many things are better. Your health, the anxiety goes down. You realize that everything always works out. There's really no reason to be upset, anxious, frustrated, angry, Like, why even have those emotions in your docket at all? There's no need for it, right? You're absolutely right. I love those tips. Thank you so much. Now, the next one, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, but let me know if you have anything to add, was how do you encourage your team to have a positive mindset? And I know for you, these are employees, but for a lot of the listeners, these can be downlines if they do network marketing. This can be assistance that they have. How do you encourage this team of yours to stick with you? Yeah, by being the leader, you know, the reality is that I am the example. Someone recently told me, you know, they said to me, you are a thermometer. Like you are the person that when you walk in the room, people gauge how you're feeling. And that is going to then impact their emotions and how they react to certain things throughout the day. So I do it by being very, very aware and knowing that maybe something did go wrong or something happened, or maybe I'm sick and I don't feel the best. But putting my best foot forward. And I'm not saying, you know, hide certain things, but making sure that when I come in, I let people know, like, despite what's going on, we need to find the positive in this. And then just making a point, like I said, you know, we do our daily devotionals and daily intentions, which has been a game changer. And then also just being very, very open. So I also share with my team uh, areas of opportunities, what I like to call it. So if something goes wrong, maybe it was a deal that one of them had no idea I was even working on or different things. I'll share with them so that we can talk about areas of opportunity. And then also I have a very just kind of open approach to our office setting. So if people have things going on or whatnot, I let people know, you know, it's okay. We could talk about this. Like, I don't expect you to have the best day every single day. I expect you to make the best of a situation, but I also want you to be open. So I think welcoming that as well. Yeah, those are so good. So, so amazing. And uh, I think that will help so much to the mamas that are dealing with that. And when you started out and said, well, you are the leader, that's a big one, rising above it all. And like you said, find the positive. So good. Well, we have learned so much from you and it's been so much fun meeting my business bestie on this podcast. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, me too. So thank you so much. It's just been so much fun. And really, Lauren, you're a blessing to all of the women listening that are thinking about this dream that they have or going after this new business idea or this new plan that, hey, you can do this with children. You can do this in a space that's male dominated. And so, you know, proud of you, kudos to you. And thank you for helping inspire us today. 
And so I'm sure these bosses are going to want to come check out your company and learn a bit more about you. Um, where can they find you? Yeah. So you can find the company. It's lwbranding.com is our website. And then on social media, we are at lwbranding. And then if you want to follow me, my favorite place to post is Instagram. So I'm at Lauren E. Walsh. And I'm pretty candid on there. So hopefully, in addition to this, you could take away some additional things. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Lauren. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. I really enjoyed it. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, if you'll head over to iTunes, the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome. And I'd love to connect with you over on social media. My handle is at Stephanie Gass. I'll see you soon. Bring light, love, and abundance. Until next time.